Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome. This is the World of Boating. Gregor First Mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the Boat around and out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. Big week this week. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. What, Shark Week? Well, yeah, there's that. Uh, that kicks off tomorrow. Uh, so you can watch that if you're into sharks and, and watch blood and guts and stuff like that. But it's also Florida Spiny Lobster Mini Season this week, which means Wednesday and Thursday, in the state of Florida, off the coast of the state of Florida, you're, wanna, you're gonna want to be extra careful because there's going to be a bunch of divers and uh, potentially snorkelers and things looking for those tasty crustaceans. Uh, and uh, you know they they might be out there on the water. If you see a dive flag at all, you know just uh, make sure you steer far away from those flags as possible because you don't want to show up in the news as being the boater who ran over a diver. That just is not a good, that's not a good thing to add to the boating resume. Would you agree, Barry? What do you think? Absolutely. And actually, yeah. it starts at midnight, or actually 12.01 Wednesday morning. Mm-hmm. It doesn't end until midnight Thursday evening. So right. any within that time period, you know, night diving is, it's can be treacherous enough as it is, but they have boaters all zipping around there. That's right. Yeah, they can uh, catch them uh, at night as well. Uh, outside of the Florida Keys. I don't think you can dive for lobsters in the Florida Keys. But you are correct. everywhere else in the state of Florida or right off the coast of Florida, they could be out there in the middle of the night, and if you're not paying attention, you don't see that dive flag, oh, it could lead to a, a very bad encounter. Chances are you're going to come out on top, no pun intended, but uh, you don't want to be that boater, trust me. Uh, so just and, be extra careful this week. Keep your head and, on a swivel. If you, want, if you want extra energy... Use berries, uh, build yourself a couple of berries, uh, ice cream Pop-Tart sandwiches. Yeah. Uh, is that what you're eating? Are you kidding me? That is, yeah. Oh, I my God. Them. See, there we you can go. see this on YouTube, Facebook Live, and Twitch, and we apologize in advance for that, but Barry is showing us his food, his half, half-eaten food. So, luckily, yeah. uh, if you're just listening to the podcast, <laughs> you you're being spared it. from this uh, well, monstrosity that ha- he uh, discussed last week. Which So, you're going to call this the berry... Ice cream sandwich. This is the berry ice cream week? sandwich. But the the problem is, is that uh, Patrick later informed me that it's already been done, and my million dollar idea just went down the drain. Right? Some somebody already uh, patented it, and the whole thing. They what you no. get them at DQ no. or what? No, yeah, like like at Carl's Jr. and right. things like that. They they've been out there for a while. It just I I thought Barry of all people would have picked up on my sarcasm um, when we were discussing. Man, that's a great idea. You know, mm. uh, and Barry's usually pretty quick to jump on the old uh, interweb there. I, I don't think it had anything to do with it being a good idea. I think he was just hungry. And it just <laughs> sounded like two of his favorite food groups, Pop-Tarts and ice cream. No, he, yeah. he, he had me going really well because he said he did it so well. It's a great idea. I go, oh, shoot, man, I got to patent this. Okay. Like, Barry, do you have a lawyer? <laughs> I'll find one. <laughs> so, so did you find that out before or after you actually made one? 
Uh, they no, I, I I found out after when I sent him a picture of what we made and they yeah. tried out. Wow. It's delicious, but then he sort of said, well, um, you're going to continue working for the rest of your life. No, nope, you're not going to get a million dollars that way. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, felt, I, I really did feel, feel <laughs> it was great for, for about, for about three seconds. I felt bad <laughs> and it was like, man, it was just really real. I would have felt better if we had, I'd been able to put, you know, pull one on Greg, but you know, well, I, I, I think it's disgusting. I don't like the idea. Uh, but, Says but, the man who eats bugs. Yeah. So that's, uh, just trying to save the planet. No, who said I eat bugs? I never said that. When did I say I, I'm, why would I eat bugs? Patrick? You eat bugs. Oh, boy. Whatever. Oh, lobsters. Yeah, they're bugs. Oh, those. Okay. Yeah, that's what we call Duh. them as divers, right? Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll, I'll take a lobster, Florida spiny lobster, anytime over a, an ice cream sandwich made out of Pop-Tarts. <laughs> now, there you go, Barry. Lobster tail between two Pop-Tarts. Hmm. Uh-oh. Did you see that, that light bulb again. go off nope. above its head? Oh, my <laughs> nope, God. Nope. nope. So, uh, I only bite the hook once. So Barry's going to treat us uh, through the cruise uh, today on the World of Boating by eating this monstrosity live on the radio. Is that what you're doing? Are you going to yeah, torture us I'm, like I'm gonna, this? I'm going to mute the mic so that you don't have to yeah, listen please. to the coach. You sound okay. disgusting. But, <laughs> uh, we've got, we've got uh, paramedics on standby for that sugar coma. Right. There's no question. Uh, may, I'll... That'll be for the next show. <laughs> yeah, the sugar high may, uh, you know, last throughout the show, but we'll see if he crashes before the end of the hour. But uh, in the meantime, let's navigate hey, some of the you know, latest boating news and information. And uh, what do we got, Patrick? What do you think? Yeah, you know uh, what you don't where you don't have to worry about. Craig. He's breaking up on us. See what you did, Barry, Florida. You screwed us, Barry. You and your ice cream pop tart sandwich. Now, uh, now Patrick can't even talk. You've invaded his uh, internet connection, and now he's all like Max Headroom on us and everything. Patrick, come yeah, back. So. Can you talk nope. to us, Patrick? I'm right here. Okay. All right. Now well, you right said here. something about Florida. That's all we got. What did you say? Okay. So this uh, in Florida. They have this Uniform Certificate of Title for Vessels Act that became effective July 1st. Were you aware of this? Well, I don't know. What does it mean? So I I would say probably no. Okay. So the new law requires full disclosure of any hull damage or theft on a boat certificate of title. All right. That sounds uh, reasonable, I would say. So if you're trying now, to sell your boat, you got to make sure you reveal to the seller, or I mean to the buyer, that it's either been no. stolen or been uh, involved in some kind of puncture to the hull. Is that what you're saying or no? Nope. Okay, then what? Explain. It, it, so we are the fourth state uh, following Virginia, Connecticut, and Hawaii, uh, and then the good old District of Columbia, uh, throw that in there, to uh, institute such a law. Okay. So. The problem is the vessel's history is going to rely on self-reporting. Right. Oh. Uh, be- because okay. oh, man. insurance is... He, he's breaking up on us like crazy, Barry. See what you did? Oh, my gosh. What, what did you do? Put like, uh, Did you send him one of these pop, uh, Pop-Tart ice cream sandwiches and it just totally messed up his, uh, his uh, microphone or something? Or, or what, Bear, Barry? What did, what did you do? I would say it's his internet, and you know the internet in Orlando is a little. What are you talking about? 
has nothing to do with Orlando. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about, Barry. But. Okay. All right. We're we're having some technical glitches there with uh, Patrick's uh, connection today. Maybe uh, you ought to just turn off your camera. God knows we don't we don't want to see you anyway. Oh, that's not nice. (laughs) Don't be mean. Yeah. Yeah, it's working right now. I could tell when your internet stops because I the rotation of your fan stops. Oh, is that what what you're noticing? Uh, yeah. It's a little spinning bubble too, or something. I don't know. No, but, I, uh, can, I can see his internet. Right. Well, there's there's some okay. Uh, okay the rule uh, that we followed in Florida with these other you know three or four states says you have to disclose, but it's self-reporting. There's no like penalty. Is that what you're implying, or what, Patrick? What do you think? It, it's self-reporting because boat boat insurance is not required in Florida. Okay. So you're you're gonna so unless your boat was insured and damn that you sustained was reported for sure it's going to show up all right otherwise you're relying on people to be honest right. and everybody knows that boaters are nothing if but honest um hmm. I, I think we're uh getting another example of that sarcasm he was uh alluding to earlier with barry the boater uh that Could barry be. did not pick up on no i'm <laughs> picking week. up on that it now be. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but anyway it's uh if you if you're found liable you know if, yeah. you're, if you're found violating this uh vessel act it's five you could hit be hit with a five thousand dollar fine for a first offense okay and then that's bad that's not good so i don't know they're passing laws in florida to make boaters more honest uh, you think they ought to target fishermen would that be more appropriate if they zeroed in on the fishermen i don't know we'll talk more about it next on the world of boating stay close listening to the world of boating radio network posting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet it's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products i personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures however i do believe in sharing the joy and this is why we've added nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scuba radio.com nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments underwater photographers listen up from their high impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department, led by his ex-girlfriend, and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. 
he's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast welcome aboard i will be your captain you'll be my scallywags i don't know what that means but you will be them and here's how we play thank you for your attention and welcome aboard let's go this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. Uh, Captain Patrick's having a little bit of an internet issue today, breaking up a little bit. Uh, we've turned his video off. You're welcome. Uh, so you won't have to see him on Facebook Live, Twitch, YouTube. But uh, you'll still be able to hear him, hopefully, if everything works uh, you know, enough so we can hear his words of wisdom for boaters around the world so that's what we're going to go with for now and uh but but there's some now this is a florida law that you brought up that has just went into effect or what correct okay so you have to uh you have to start now if you're selling your boat you have to let the buyer know these uh items or who who do you got to alert yeah it'll wind up on the well you're supposed to self-report and it's supposed to wind up on the title okay um so that you know if there's been Hull damage, hull damage, right? If a theft, or if a theft, if there was any type of theft involved with boat, you know, where you know outboard engines have been been stolen, electronics have been stolen, right? Okay, I mean, it's 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 kind of a toothless, unnecessary uh, law that we really didn't need uh, any time spent on on passing through the legislature because. At the end of the day, um, as our, our uh, resident surveyor, marine surveyor, uh, Matthew Knoll would say, get that survey done on that vessel. Whether you're, you're getting ready to drop five grand or you're getting ready to drop 500,000 or, you know, whatever, spend the money, get a survey done. Um, and I'm not talking if you're getting a canoe or a kayak, okay? Mm-hmm. Talking about, you know, a, a boat with a motor with systems. And, you know, make sure, especially on the structural side, that you've done due diligence, had it inspected by a marine professional, and they have pronounced either it is seaworthy or not. And, again, there's a lot of repair facilities out there um, that can do work that you would not be able to see from the outside, you'd be able to tell that any type of damage was done, especially if the boat's got bottom paint on it. Uh, but certainly you get a, the right marine surveyor and he knows the boat, knows the product, and can get inside and through access and using um, you know cameras and whatnot, modern technology, can get a good look down at the structural integrity of the hull and make sure that you're going to be in pretty, uh, you're going to be pretty safe heading out on the water. Right. Uh, well, I, I agree. I think nobody would disagree with that uh, issue at all. But I think what are you saying is that this legislation might f- uh, give people a false sense of security in that regard. Yeah. And, and then they won't uh, do the survey, uh, which. Uh, Correct. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Well, I mean, if you don't report this stuff, though, is there a penalty or nothing? I mean, what, what if you Five don't grand. do it? Five grand. Well, Five that's, grand. Uh, that's pretty good incentive to get it done. What do you think, Barry? 
No, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, if if you get caught, um, and you would get caught if if someone bought a boat and there was a big issue with it, and they did a little background, you know, investigation and found out you did that, right? It's it's not worth the, uh, yeah. The penalty. So I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm. I, I think it kind of makes sense. I mean, yeah, I understand from the standpoint that you don't want to give the wrong message. Like, well, as long as the state of Florida says it's okay, my, I don't need to get a survey. You don't want people to get that, uh, you know, in their heads at all. No, nope, get the survey. Get the survey. Get the survey. Right. Now, I want to go on to something else? Okay. What um, do you got? So there was a uh, uh, boat crash. Uh, up in uh, the Philadelphia area this past weekend, and you know nobody nobody died because uh, I know you don't like talking about those things, and certainly we don't want to because that doesn't promote boating in a in a safe manner. Mm-hmm. However, this was a BUI, but the part of the story yeah. that I wanted to bring up for discussion was there were two babies on board this boat. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and one was an eleven month old. And the other one was a twelve-month-old. So we're talking about pretty babies. small. Yeah, leave your babies on the beach, preferably with like a sitter or something like that. Just don't abandon them. No, you get uh, a little signs says no babies on board. That's what you think uh, should be on uh, every boat. I know. I don't just don't see the. They're not going to remember they were on a boat. Well, they're babies. It's not necessarily let's for the babies. Let's get a picture for Instagram or TikTok or whatever. Our babies are on the boat. Leave the babies home. Mm. That's a tough one. I don't know, Barry. You're a family the, guy. What do you think? Well, if they're if they're babies like a year old or less, no. What's the point? I mean, uh, again, Thank you. it's just they're not. It's I didn't take the kids to Disney World until they were four years old. Oh, you didn't, you didn't take them when they were twelve months in the stroller, no, so they I, had I didn't the experience, see, and you could exactly. get the pictures. I did not. I did not see the point of doing that. They wouldn't remember it, as you've said, and it's just more to to carry along. But the same thing applies with boating. Unless you're, you know, in, you're really good with your boat. You're safe with your boat. The baby's wrapped up in their little uh, uh, personal flotation device, and, and everything is set up. But it's really. You're better off getting a sitter. Well, if you can. I, yeah, I think I mean, uh, that's the trick. Uh, it, it would depend on what you're doing. If you're just planning to, you know, take a family cruise out on the intercoastal on a, you know, on a pontoon boat or something, no. and the family no. ha- has a small baby <laughs> and is going to keep them in a crib or something like that, I don't know. I don't necessarily have a problem with them doing that on a private boat. I mean, you would I guess it would it also, a, it would no, depend on, sure. on how much, how much, uh, you're watching over the child. In other words, well, of if, course. if the mother or someone yeah. is constantly there with the child, right? You know, You'd holding have to on be. to it. Yeah. Is it ideal? No. There. Of course not. What? What? What life jacket are you going? You're going to might as well just wrap them up in bubble wrap. Well, well, that could work too. Um, <laughs> Look for a, a, a bubbling baby floating by. But who who was charged with the BWI? I mean, you, can, you can always the, put them in a koozie. You know, Wait, like a beer can. Coach. Well, there's that. I guess. That, that's that. an idea. But what? What? Ha- who was charged? Was it the actual owner that had these children on the boat? No, they didn't. They didn't get charged. There was a B. The person who was driving the boat was charged with BUI, so they were boating under the influence. Yeah. Okay. But what struck me about that these people decided to go out with two infants, two babies, on board the vessel, and when we boat, 
we look at worst well, case scenario. Well, you, well, you know, well listen, and, we're and not worst case scenario. If there if there's an accident, if there's a crash, yeah. if this thing runs out of gas, if we break down on the water, I'm out here with an 11 month old and a 12 month old, and we're just drifting along the river until. We yeah. somebody helps us. Well, that, yeah, but but you're talking about uh, someone who probably might not be the sharpest tool in the shed if they got a BUI anyway. <laughs> See well, what I'm saying? But so you got two two uh, strikes against you. you got the, right. the infants and and you got someone who's at the helm who's uh, drinking and they know they shouldn't be. So and if you're going to go mm-hmm. out and you plan on you're bringing your 12 pack with you, then lead the kid home. Absolutely. Yeah, or, or better yet, to party, Listen, don't go out at all. Driving the boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The guy was driving a boat. He's got 11 of his, his family members or friends. And, uh, hey, do you mind if we bring our 12-month-old and 11-month-old? Uh, sure, it's a party. One of them yeah. trips. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. You know, uh, maybe uh, Darwin's theory comes into play sometimes in, in this as well. But, yeah, that's not a good combo, uh, let alone the infants, but just the booze in general. All right, more coming up. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. You have successfully navigated the sea of commerce. And now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Hi, guys. Hello. Y'all look great. It's so good mm-hmm. to see y'all. Likewise. Welcome to Hilton Head Island. It's Woo! absolutely beautiful. It it's so amazing. And so I figured what better way to see the island? Been on a boat. Yeah. This is the world of boating. I couldn't uh, disagree more. Actually, uh, you know, from another person's boat, uh, maybe it'd be a better view. Uh, you're probably going to get a few shots, by the way, if you're in uh, South Florida. I bet they're going to take uh, the Bachelorette on a boat anytime soon uh, for on uh, one of these fantasy uh, fantasy dates. You're going to be on the lookout. You know what would be great if they went in and out of, like, Hanover uh, Inlet there in South Florida, Barry? Hallover Inlet? Yeah, that one, where they have all the rough seas, and they yeah. take the Bachelor and all the dudes out there, and then t- and they don't expect any just all hell breaks loose. Wouldn't that be great TV? That'd be a must-see <laughs> TV right there. Yeah, you know, a yacht slowly sinking in the middle of the channel, yeah. a bunch of wave runners coming around. That, that, that would bring the ratings them. back of that show, I'm telling you. If they just yeah. added a little uh, uh, element of excitement, 
Anyway, I digress. You know, I, I think we ought to move on to the survivor story, Patrick. Because this is, uh, it made the mainstream media, this guy who stranded at sea, like, you know, like uh, Tom Hanks and Castaway almost. But he was on a boat for, what, three months? Is that the case? Or what? Yeah, what that's, you- what he, that's what he's claiming. Yeah. So, uh, wait, 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 claiming? What, you don't believe him? Come on now. Why? Let me get to the story. All right. An Australian sailor who had been adrift at sea with his dog for three months has been rescued. Right. Um, by type of commercial boat yeah did anybody read the story or just the headlines well i just saw a video of it It was on the mainstream media news so so yeah um when this uh particular type of commercial boat pulled up Mm and said hey uh uh you need some help there buddy he's like hey crikey yay um i've been adrift for three months that's that is terrible it's like, good eye, mate. Yeah. Well, say hello to Wilson. My, my guy Wilson over here. I've been at sea three months. I've been living on fish, raw fish for three months. Thank God you arrived just in the nick of time. How's that? Yeah. And then he go, uh, so uh, what kind of uh, commercial uh, boat is that? And they say, hey, we're a tuna boat. And he says, no, thanks. I'll wait for the next one. Oh, okay. So what? They, really, that was the whole setup for that, Patrick? Seriously? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Well, hey, that's uh, what you get it, when you're dealing with uh, non-professional, <laughs> non-professionals. It, anyway, it was he was rescued by a Mexican tuna boat yeah. in international waters. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was aboard this guy. His name is Timothy Lindsay Shattuck, 54 years old. Yeah. Was aboard his incapacitated tramp <laughs> called the Aloha Toa right. in the Pacific, about 1,200 miles from land. When the crew of the boat from the Omar fleet spotted them. Yeah. But they he'd been adrift at sea for three months, he said, right? Is that what it was? That's what he's claiming. Yeah. And living on raw fish. I don't know. Did what he, did the dog live on? Well, same thing. They both ate the same stuff. I, I saw in the report. Shattuck, Shattuck told Australia's nine news television that he and his dog had survived on raw fish and rainwater Rainwater, after a storm damaged his vessel and wiped out its electronics Mm -hmm. so obviously he must have you know he obviously still had some fishing gear on on board so i don't know could you survive at sea for three months like that uh barry you think if you lost power there's a book there was another gentleman that survived in his survival i don't care about that i'm wondering if you think you would could you survive for three months adrift at sea with a fishing pole it's Maybe. all a matter of outlook. I mean, you have to want to survive. There are people that give up. Yeah. That they just give it up. But so you, you have think to you have the, me- the mental stamina to survive, yeah. and that's the key. What about you, Patrick? What do you think? Could you do that easy? Do you think that'd be a piece of cake for you, or would no, you struggle? Piece of cake. What do you think? Um, I would think that uh, uh, I would survive. Yeah. I would also like to think that I wouldn't be so stupid. As go out on the voyage. See here, yeah, that's the thing. I think uh, Patrick would probably drive himself crazy. Go, why am I so stupid? Stupid, stupid. And you know, and he'd no, beat himself I up. Ha- I would have a satellite phone. I would <laughs> okay. have a satellite phone. I would have an EPIRB. Yeah, I would have all the things that you should be having. Right, you take on. But but yeah, voyage. yeah. But here, here's the thing. What if we get like an electronic pulse and it eliminates all electronics? You're totally dead in the water. I mean, uh, do you think you have the men- uh, mental stamina, or at least you think you do, at least? And you think, is it, is it all mental? 
You think in that regard, you think that's how the guy survived? Or, uh, uh, or absolutely. Well, yeah, I mean, again, there, there are people that they survive some of the worst horrifying things that can happen out yeah, there. They, you wonder how they do it. But after a few weeks, they start talking to, you know, volleyballs and turning well, them into people, you know, and that kind of thing. I mean, I don't know. The, the, the most important thing you need is water, and after that, you need food. Right. If you don't have water, you're going to die in a couple of days. Well, he's out there in the middle of the ocean. You're going to get some rain. At yeah, some if he's going to get rain and he's collecting oh, the did. water, that'll keep him hydrated. And then a matter of getting food, uh, you know. Well, he figured out a way. I mean, he might have had a fishing pole on his boat. That would make I sense. I mean, if it was really hungry, he did have the dog. Oh, boy. That's disgusting. And yeah. Wow. But then again, when I go out boating with Barry and a couple <laughs> other divers, the first question we have, okay, if we get stranded at sea, who, yeah, who's who the- are we going to eat first to survive? <laughs> we got to draw straws. I just yeah. look at the most plump with you guys, person. I, 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 it's I the fattest the, uh, flavor, funny just for the record. Were, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. What would you say, Patrick? Uh, I, I see, if you guys do, I see you guys like at the what was it, Bugs Bunny cartoon where one's turning into a hot dog and the other one's turning into a hamburger. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. That's how they're seeing each well, other. Well, yeah. I, I think that's the first, uh, you know, right after you say, hey, welcome aboard. Hello. How you doing? Hey, uh, who are we going to eat first? That should be the, you know, kind of like the checklist you go down. And you say, I have a macabre short. sense of humor. <laughs> you're well, checking I'm just, people out. I'm just see, covering the bases. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you were the you were the one who brought up. If you're, you're going to take a voyage like yeah. this, mm-hmm. if you're going to, first of all, if you're going to take a voyage again, yeah, prepare for the unexpected. Right. You should have enough rations on board. You should have enough mm-hmm. food on. I mean, you should have enough drinking water on board. You should. Yeah, you, you, you got to think these things through because storms never happen when you're out on the water and you're on a sailboat and it could possibly right. wreck your sails. That yeah. never happens. True. Ever. Never. Uh, well, and you're not even taking into account like the zombie apocalypse or the alien invasion, uh, you know, all the stuff that could just happen and ruin everything for people back online. Once again, I, I've said for uh, many, many years now that a boat is your ultimate escape pod, and you should always uh, consider that. And as, as uh, jokingly as that sounds, uh, that I think you should be prepared. Yeah, you know, that's the ultimate prepper uh, vehicle, isn't it, Barry? Come on. Water world. Yeah, could happen. Yeah. It could be I the floods. So, it could be whatever, mm-hmm. you know, who knows what it could be. Be prepared. <laughs> that's right. Okay. All right. So anyway, uh, I don't know. I think it's possible to live, survive for three months. I don't think the guy was necessarily lying. The Patrick kind of, you know. There, there again, was another, it, another gentleman did it, as I, as I said earlier. And he wrote a book about it, and he right. was on a survival raft because his boat got holed or capsized or right. just sunk, mm-hmm. and it was a sailboat. He survived on that little inflatable raft for three months. Yeah. In 90 days, he was out there. It's been done. And just, uh, I guess you got to ask yourself that if if you're a boater, you know, you might want to just kind of mental do a little mental check and, uh, you know, keep it in mind. Or if nothing else, you learn like, hey, this guy did it. I could do it, I guess. I got to get uh, something that'll capture that rainwater, and then I got to figure out if there's a way for me to catch some fish. If I don't have a if I don't have a fishing pole now, I'm really screwed. How what am I going to rig together? Or maybe I could fly some, float some, and jet some, and uh, do something that uh, could corral some fish. Yeah, and, something uh, to think about. And if I'm on board with uh, Barry, I could just eat them. 
Because right, he, he's the heavier of the two of us. <laughs> and uh, once again, fat is flavor. So you got to think through these things sometimes. It's not totally macabre. It's just survival. There you go. A little word, a word of wisdom from the world of boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast i'm popeye the sailor man i'm popeye the sailor man i'm strong to the finish because i eat me spinach i'm popeye the sailor man this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the Boat, around and out the crew. You can uh, catch a lot of the stories we uh, cover and a bunch that we don't right there at the World of Boating Facebook page. Nice little uh, picture I came across, too, of a boat name that I can't believe we haven't seen before, but a little uh, office throwback. It said uh, the name of the boat was That's What C sh- Said. <laughs> Get it? Say that's it what, again. That's what C said. Get it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a fan of The Office. I like it. And evidently, that boater is too. And uh, I thought that was pretty creative. But uh, I can't believe we haven't uh, seen that when all our years of doing the show. I don't know. Maybe it just escaped our radar. Yeah, probably because nobody is stupid enough to name their boat that. That's what C said? Yeah. Maybe. I I think it's good. It's creative. It's It's out of the box box thinking. That person on that boat is going to survive three months at sea. I can tell you right now. If they put that much effort into their boat name. They have to send out an SOS. They have to send out an SOS. Try try sending out an SOS with that name. It'd be hilarious. It'd be hilarious. The video and audio would go uh, viral. And they they live on in infamy. So there you go. That name is too long. To do uh, uh, mayday, mayday, mayday. This is what C said. This is what C said. This is what C said. <laughs> you have no idea what he said. Yeah. Uh, what what's what's the name of your vessel, sir? This is what C said. <laughs> I understand. What's the name of your vessel? This is what C said. Oh gosh, I, that is what I'm saying. We got a prank. What's the name of your vessel? Who's on first? Ah, uh, just stop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a terrible name mm. don't don't be creative keep it simple short right. and simple is better fair enough aquaholic it is so yeah. uh moving on what else do we got to navigate through as far as boating news and information patrick what do you think well as you mentioned greg all of these stories and the stories that we didn't get to uh minus my amazing australian accent um are on the world of boating facebook page and at worldofboating.com uh, if you haven't checked us out on Facebook, please do so. Like us if you would or not. Um, and if you don't, tell a friend. Tell a friend, have yeah. Them, like us. Phone a friend, uh, whatever prom- you got to do. Right. Us, you, you, you do not get inundated with um, uh, a barrage of you know posts. Uh, maybe, maybe Bare-chested pictures day. of Barry. They're not going to show up in your in- inbox unless you ask them. Right. So. One of the one of the stories, uh, one of the news articles was the greatest super yachts of the last forty years. Okay, 
So, talking about the uh, apocalypse, that um, was one of something them. that you were waiting for, apparently, uh, yeah. with the eager anticipation, right? Uh, Which boat would we happen to have a chance? Oh hell no! Are you kidding? You're talking about homework. No way. No way in hell. But uh, my vote goes for the apocalypse. Is that one of the super yachts name called the apocalypse? Because that'd be a good boat name too no, for a not, super but yacht. I, I imagine you're not for one of the sailing vessels, Greg. There's some. There's some very large sailboats. Yeah. Uh, well, there's uh, uh, what the, yachts. Uh, the Maltese Falcon would be one, wouldn't it? That 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 did make the list. Yeah. See, I didn't need any homework. I just guessed it. What about you, Barry? You got a favorite super yacht that you would throw out there and say the top of the world? What do you think? Oct- octopusy. Okay. So that you're not allowed to say that on the air. How dare you? Why? It's the name of a boat. Oh. The well, name of a yacht. Okay. There's that one. Uh, uh, James uh, Bond one. The, uh, seven Ways to Die or something. There, there's a few of the James Bond yachts. Uh, was there more than one well, that made the top... Uh, Top forty or whatever or what? What, Patrick? What do you think? Yeah or no? Yay or nay? What do you think? I think um, I'm gonna say nay. Nay. But did octopus he made one? Was one of them or no? Uh, uh, yes, it was. Okay. Well, we'll run down the top ten at least. Give a give them to us. What do we got? What do we know? Uh, well, they didn't they didn't necessarily rank them. Okay. But, uh, we start off with. Um, the Margot Rose, which is now known as the Mercy Boys, which is weird. Hmm. Uh, the uh, Stefarin, which is now the Maradome. Okay. Uh, Octopussy. Um, Theater C2. Wow, these are way... Mora, these are terrible names for yachts. Yeah. Eco, now Zeus. Uh, Catamarino, which is now known as Paris. Coral hmm. Island, which is now known as Coral Ocean. Well, what's the deal with all Wally the name changes? What is that all about? Uh, every time because they get o- built, they get named, then they use them, and then they sell them. Okay, and then the new owner has to uh, name it something else. I got gotcha. you. Correct. Uh huh. But the Maltese Falcon is in there too, trouble. which is like huh? one of the, the Maltese Falcons in there as well, which is one of the largest sailboats in the in the world, if not the it, largest. It, it, still, it it is it is there. If I was picking out of this list, I'd have to go with one of the ones that I would consider more of like a global explorer. Yeah. Um, or, uh, you know, as much as I didn't like the boat when it was built, the, the design has kind of grown on me. Um, and that is the uh, Motor Yacht A. Motor Yacht A? A? That's the name of the boat? Yeah. <laughs> So it's so like it's just mo- it's a model number what? of us. Boy, so it's just A. That's it. Correct. That's the name of the boat is A. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's creative, I guess. Motor, motor yacht A. What? What about who has B? Does the same owner have B and C? <laughs> no. It's like what boat are you going to be? I'll be on B this week. Uh, catch me there's, next week. I'll be on C. <laughs> B. But but. But A A has if you look up motor yacht A and you look at design, it's it's you know, the the nice thing about it is there's nothing else out on the water that looks like No. It looks like a submarine. Yeah. With a very large uh, uh it's got a it, it's the bridge it. it resembles the sail yeah. of a sub. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at the forward bow and how it's wave piercing, mm-hmm. yeah. 
uh, you know, it's it's and, and it's kind of got that forward rake to it versus the traditional yeah. uh, slant back. Uh, it's it's again, it's unique enough that uh, it took a while. Uh, um, like I said, the design is somewhat going on me. Yeah, and if you're going to be out on the water, why? Yeah. You don't want. I don't want to be out on a out on something that looks like a small cruise ship. Right. You want some you know, little and style that's the with some of these super yachts. Yeah. They, they, okay. Well, yeah. they, I, I, they resemble a cruise ship. Why? Why do I want that? I want something that's kind of cool and unique. And right. They put a lot of know, thought into, into the, the design of this, with the exception of the name. <laughs> they put a lot of light of thought into uh, this uh, super yacht called A, and it's A, like the letter A, not like A, yes. like I'm from Canada. It is actually called Letter motor, A. Nice boat, eh? Yeah, no, it's yeah. not that. It's uh, Motor Yacht A. Huh. Yeah. Well, a. Yeah, But it just says A on the boat, right? On the name of the boat. It doesn't say Motor Yacht Think of yacht how much you save a. on having to write all those letters on the boat. Well, maybe that's how they were able to afford to, to yeah. buy it. <laughs> but hey, we it can does cut look back. like a submarine. I mean, you know, I can imagine a wave breaking over and just... Washing, you know, washing over the sides, no problem. What, what's the price tag on this monster? Do we have any idea? Or if you, uh, if you got to ask, built that, that thing's got some years on it now. It was, it was uh, two thousand eight. So it's, uh, it's probably depreciated down to what fifty dollar. Uh, make you holler. Kind uh, of I, 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 I'll tell you what. I don't think that one's depreciated. No, no. So, no. I, but you have any idea what it's worth? Do they even make a, a mention of the value of these vessels? I, they, Try they, to find they, out. They, Beyond uh, Barry's budget. That's all it matters, I guess, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, you know who, let's uh, see. Patrick, you know who, Patrick doesn't know. Do you worry about the price of a boat? Uh, not me, because I'm not going to get it. Mr. Mr. Tom Brady. Yeah, because he went electric, right? He bought an electric boat? He did. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll let everyone know what he bought next week. On $300 million for the uh, Motor Yacht A. Okay, we'll see. Well, I mean, C is like 310. C? Yeah. Are you going to see the boat? There's A, B, and C. I don't know if they go up or down value. On that note, we'll wrap it up till next time. Remember, whether it's sail or motor, life is better. As a boater. boater. Safe boating, everyone. Swab. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at worldofboating.com. <gasps> Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.